This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 24th of November. In your squiz today, a big weekend of sales, Western Oz battles bushfires, counting down to a hostage release, and some fritters for your Friday. This is your squiz today. If you have an email account, you won't need me to tell you that this weekend is Black Friday and Cyber Monday, although I've definitely been getting sales emails for the last fortnight at least. And despite the tough economic conditions that we're in, Claire, retailers reckon they're in for a bumper weekend of sales. Yeah, that's come from the Australian Retailers Association. They've done some research with Roy Morgan and released some data on it yesterday. It predicts that Aussies are likely to shell out $6.36 billion over the next four days. That will account for about a quarter of all of the forecast holiday shopping that we're going to do this year. Uh, It's also $188 million more than we spent last year. So the nation really is settling in for a few days of hardcore shopping. Yeah, that's something that Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock is a bit worried about. This week she said Australia's sticky inflation, which is at 5.4%, is homegrown and demand-driven. So just a couple of things on that. Uh, Bullock has pointed to Aussies continuing to spend despite prices going up. This week she pointed to strong price rises in things like dentistry and haircuts and eating out. Despite that, we're continuing to go. Demand for those services remain strong. So that's an issue for a reserve bank because normally when prices go up, demand falls and that takes the foot off the pedal of inflation. So there's questions about that. The other thing about what's playing a role in our inflation problem is the rising cost of housing. And yesterday, CoreLogic's Home Value Index was released. It showed that we've hit a new record when it comes to prices across the country. So it looks like people on low incomes are curbing their spending, but plenty of others are continuing to spend and that's a real challenge when it comes to dealing with inflation. Yeah, so cue speculation about more interest rate rises. The Reserve Bank Board has its final meeting this year on the 5th of December. Analysts say we're unlikely to see another rate rise before Christmas, but strap yourself in for 2024. Squizzers in Perth would already know this, Claire, but it's been a shocking couple of days in the city's northern suburbs. A bushfire there has destroyed at least 10 homes and it's also injured several firefighters. Yeah, there's been a trio of terrible conditions there, hot, dry and high winds. So one resident said that for him, the embers were like red bullets coming at him as he was trying to protect his home. Um, That fire in the northern suburbs has also left plenty of properties without power. What Western Australia's Fire Commissioner Darren Clem says is that it will take several days to bring that fire under control. And that's on top of about 65 other fires that are burning across the state. Yeah. And like you say, Claire, the weather isn't helping much. The state's Deputy Premier, Rita Safiotti, says the forecast is an unforgiving 40 degrees over the next few days. And the state government is also considering asking fireys from other states for help. 
So if you're in WA this weekend, please keep safe. The first of the hostages taken by Hamas terrorists when they attacked Israel on the 7th of October are set to be released today. The hope was that that would happen yesterday after the pause in fighting kicked in, but things were pushed back after some logistical hiccups. Yeah, of course, this is all part of the four-day ceasefire deal that's been negotiated between Israel and Hamas. It will see 50 Israeli women and children released in total, um, starting with 10 today, fingers crossed, if all goes well. Uh, And like you say, it was supposed to happen yesterday, but it got pushed back over sorting out details like what route each chosen hostage will take out of Gaza. Uh, The White House isn't discouraged. It tried to ease concerns that the agreement is holding. Uh, It said that a deal has been agreed and it remains agreed. For Israel's part, its negotiators are working on how to get all 240 hostages out of Gaza. And as for the 150 Palestinian prisoners Israel has agreed to release as part of the deal, it's not clear yet how that will be organised. So expect more on this over the weekend. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam Copper Mine. It's happening now at BHP. We've talked a lot this week about Sam Altman, the founder of OpenAI, which is behind ChatGPT. It's been a bit of a wild ride. So just to catch you up, he was fired by his board last week and then reinstated this week. And the reason we're bringing it up again is that more's come to light about why he was pushed out in the first place. I kind of feel like, Alice, we've been on this journey together this week, so we might as well drive it right home to the end and actually talk about the thing that happened that saw him sacked. So uh, what reports yesterday say is that what was behind it was that some open AI researchers contacted the board to warn them of a new breakthrough that they said was coming. They said that Altman was really spearheading this new type of AI that they thought could threaten humanity. Um, It's a product that apparently is called QSTAR and it aims to develop artificial general intelligence, which is AGI. Just when you got your head around AI, we're now talking <laughs> about AGI. Um, and look, what it is is a step up from AI. It could theoretically perform intellectual tasks that human beings do. Reports say that the board, which has mostly been dismantled now that Altman is back, was also concerned about him pushing to commercialise AI advice answers before understanding the consequences. And there is a bit to this. So if you want to get up to speed on the entire saga, our latest Squiz Shortcut has you covered. I'll pop the link to it in the episode notes today. Claire, I'm a young millennial, so I've heard the word amazeballs all over the place, for better or worse. (laughs) But if you're someone who finds it annoying, you're not alone. <laughs> well, like one of my friends who in his late 40s continues to say totes balls," <laughs> which really rubs us the wrong way. <laughs> and this new British poll, it showed that 34% of respondents reckoned that 
amazeballs is the most annoying word in the English language. It's followed by a very British word, holly bobs. That just means holidays and I can totally, I can totes understand why that's (laughs) annoying. Um, Then there's awesomeness. I've definitely used that a few times myself, I have to confess. Totes is up there as well as lols, L-O-L-Z, and wifey. Yeah, and a fifth or 17% of those who were polled also said their opinion of a person is affected if they use some of these cringy words, which, Claire, (laughs) is totes ridiculous. It's Friday, so everyone should just calm down and get out to wine o'clock this arvo. Bring on wine o'clock, I say. (laughs) I'm totally down for that. Claire, do you think Friday lights will catch on? Oh, that's a good idea. We should definitely push for that, I'd reckon. Uh, definitely if you've got some zucchini and feta fritters. So I was cruising around Matt Moran's website last weekend. I was looking for a particular recipe that I'd seen on social media. He's got a really great recipe section on his website. So dive in and have a look at everything on offer there. But I really latched onto these fritters, made them up on Sunday for lunch, and they were really delicious. So a good one to point you to this weekend, I reckon. I know you were disappointed that I hadn't roasted a chicken before, Claire, but I cook yeah. these zucchini fritters all the time. So I think that's okay. a point for me <laughs> this week. Well, yeah, I'll definitely give you that point, but I've still, like, it gives me nightmares you're not cooking a chicken before. I'll get anyway, on to that. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'll pop the recipe for those in the episode notes today. And Claire, you and Kate will be back with the weekly wrap tomorrow. Yep. So there's been a lot happening in business, not just Sam Altman, but of course we had the Optus CEO resign, plenty of other things to point to. So we'll do a bit of a business wrap about what's going on there. Uh, Also, of course, just looking into this history of hostage releases in the Middle East, there's quite a bit to unpick there. Um, We're continuing to sort of unpick some of these big themes that are coming through from the conflict in the Middle East. So uh, we hope you'll join us for that tomorrow. Yeah, lots to dive into. And that's it for us today. Have a great weekend and we'll be back with you on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.